0: Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs, and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Now here's the best, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there all you Stay tuners. welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again. Alongside football, I mean, granted it's preseason, but hey, it's football. It took us a while to get here, but we're finally... Getting a little taste of um, some of the football season with only about three, four more weeks before the regular season actually starts. Got to watch my Philadelphia Eagles play last Thursday against the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, was quite impressed. So I'm going to give my uh, my highs and my lows to that game, as well as the Philadelphia Dreams game um, was last Thursday as well with the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees playing. Um... Gonna talk about that too as well because like I said like um, I, I may have posted on Twitter or something like that It was definitely a very good game to watch It was one of the first games in a long time I actually enjoyed sitting there watching But um, but before we get all into the topics of the show Head over to staytunesports.net So you can follow all of our social media accounts Which is on the right hand side there Our Facebook, our Twitter, um, YouTube channel Make sure you subscribe to that because you're going to want to see some videos that we're going to be doing hopefully uh during the nfl season might kind of do little spoofs or something uh, especially with our our good buddy king maybe i could get him to do some videos with me um but also on the website on the top there is our merch tab if you just click that t-shirts hoodies i think we have a hat there but i have just added also a brand new t-shirt which is the Stay Tuned Sports Truck Series um, 2021 season which was uh, this past season and we're going to be talking about this uh, the last race coming up but it has the, the schedule on the back there the Stay Tuned Sports Truck the NSRA truck um, kind of racing in the background pretty cool looking design so if you want to head over there and purchase a, a t-shirt I would much appreciate it and if you don't that's fine just head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash STSports. And that's just another way you could help um, show your support to the show, whether it's buy me a beer, buy me a coffee, whatever it is I have there for that day or, or whatnot. But it's most likely buy me a beer, especially with the football season coming up. So, um, And with the football season coming up, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to want to use this. Next thing I'm going to kind of plug here real quick. It's our chat line. You know, I'm gonna have a lot of opinions about the upcoming season where it's the Eagles or um, how they're gonna destroy the Falcons the first week, which I highly doubt's gonna happen. Uh, I think the Falcons offense is gonna be poo-poo. You know, with Julio Jones being gone. So, you know, even right now, you know, you guys may not agree with my opinion, so give our chat line a call. It's six one two STS chat very simple very easy to remember too just leave your message whether it's uh how good i'm doing on the show here or, or uh, a disagreement you have about one of my opinions and you'll be able to get on the the show here i'll, I'll put the the message on there for you so um kind of alluded to a little bit early uh, earlier a couple of seconds ago this coming friday is the last race of the 2021 a Stay tuned sports truck series Podcast truck series um, And You know each week I've been uh, Giving updates about You know the, the review of the prior week And the preview of the upcoming week And I gotta say the guys put up a hell of a season on um, Definitely a lot of hard racing A lot of entertaining racings, uh Races I should say And some interesting Crashes as well as some Heartbreaks um, and i actually going to be talking about another heartbreak uh, in this segment. Well, you know, just, just going to jump right into it. Our, our good buddy um, J.T. Poole, bad luck, struck again during this race. Um, I mean, he was just dominating, dominating the, the race. He was leading uh, 105 out of 130 laps for the race. And uh, he, he needed a win. He needed a big finish to get into the top four spots because the the top four is going for the the championship next week or uh, tomorrow I should say Friday and with I think it was like four laps left just disappeared out of the the race at the time we didn't know what happened afterwards we find out that uh, his computer had to do an update and turned off. So, needless to say, JT did not make it. And this is a heartbreaker because just the week before, he had the probably the weirdest netcode glitch, crash, however you want to call it, of the season. Um, Talked about a little bit last week where iRacing pretty much thought Call it All the was going to be sliding up who was two cars ahead of him and just smashed JT up in the into the wall which pretty much took him out of the race and now this past week he had that happen to him um you know he he raced really well all season like i said just unfortunate that his season came to an end due to that um another little bit of upsetting news i guess if you want to call it as far as the sts truck um, James Lorello did not show up which pretty much eliminated him from the the top four so the SCS guys will not be bringing home the championship of the the inaugural stay tuned sports podcast truck series and then um, speaking of Lorello you know going into last week uh, I, I had one of my you know must watch racers was Lorello and Chris darling see if there's any of that bad blood was gonna Rolled over well. Chris Darling did race and uh, quietly had a, a good night. He finished in, in fifth place and he's moving on to the championship round. And there was no any altercations as far as Chris and the S2R guys. Um, but as far as the winner, Jason Gracius um, won the race. He was Catching up to JT, but like I said, I mean, JT just dominated the whole race and just had that unfortunate incident happen to him, which eliminated him from the championship round. So, as far as the championship round, um, the four racers that will be vying for the Stay Tune Sports Podcast Truck Series Championship are Chris Darling, like I just mentioned a little earlier ago. Andrew Himmelman, who's been on fire um, Jesus, past few weeks maybe four, five, six weeks Uh, Stan Hausman who's kind of my, um, he's the underdog he's like the, he's the the Rocky and these guys um, are like the Apollo Creed and and the Russian Um, and then the fourth guy is Matt Cherry (coughs) excuse me Um, so as far as those four guys, who do I think is going to pull off the win? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Darnell here. You know, he had a few bad weeks there that just seemed like he was not going to be able to make it into the the chase, or at least get up there to move to the next few rounds. But past two weeks, he's been doing really good. Finished back to back in the top five. the biggest test for him is going to be i think andrew hillman because like i said he's just been really quick um past month two months or so and i'm probably gonna get shit for bringing his name up um andrew's name up uh come friday night because a little little joke that we got going on it seems like whenever i call andrew's name whether a racer to watch or in the chat during the race. Uh, hands up against spin out, uh, spun out, or crashes. So we'll see if the STS kiss of death um, affects Andrew this week. Hopefully not. We'll see what happens. But make sure you guys tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, over on YouTube. And also make sure you guys subscribe to 3 TV. That's who broadcasts all these races. Peter Short and Drew Reisman are top notch um, broadcasters. And just make it, you know, fun and entertaining to watch. Not just your simple play-by-play color commentary. You know, they, they like to get the chat involved. I know Peter puts up a lot of uh, polls, which some of them are pretty cool. So make sure you guys tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, over on 3 y TV on YouTube. Um, and then before we go to the next segment, we are still looking. We are still taking some uh, racers uh, for next season if they want to join. Or if a sponsor, uh, business, or a podcast wants to sponsor a race, head over to the NSRA's Facebook page and send them a message, and they'll be able to give you the information you need so you could uh, sign up to sponsor a race or, or join the series. Yay! So at the top of the show, I said that the Eagles' first preseason game was last Thursday. They, they play the Patriots, actually, tonight, Thursday night, um, for their second game. And first glance, you know, the first and I'll even say the second team offense looked really well. And the biggest thing that stuck out to me was the fact there was no penalties. Um, at least for the first offense, first string offense, there might be one or two for the second team. But even that, that's quite impressive. Usually the first game or two, you see a lot of penalties and just because it's you know their first game back. Um, the person, the player that I think really stood out the most, Quiz Watkins. I mean, he played with Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. He got reps with both of those guys. And Jalen Hurts, I, I, I got to say, his his deep ball, uh, he had a deep ball pass to, I, I believe it was Quiz Watkins, just missed him. You know, right off the fingertips. And Quiz probably could have got it after watching the replay. Um, The defender held him. And no penalty was called. Um, But definitely if he would have caught that, he was gone. As much as I liked Carson, Carson always had the trouble with his deep ball. He was very inaccurate with his deep ball. So that was a nice thing to see for this offense it, that Jalen could have that, that deep ball um, touch and the accuracy there um, as far as our defense tell you what man our front line's going to be nasty you know they, they got a lot of push there our linebackers Alex Singleton just maybe maybe we finally found a a replacement for uh, for the past three four years that we've been looking for one um, he was just all over the place there was one play where I believe they were down inside the five going in for the, the touchdown and he was on the left hand side left hash play went to the right and he still stuck the guy about three yards deep like I mean this this guy just balls um, our, the middle of our, our defense there Hargrave just manhandled those guys now as far as the second team when it came to uh the second half because i think i believe in the first half uh, at halftime i should say we were up uh i think it was like 16-3 because joe flacco again uh, quiz Watkins just did a little five-yard dump off and turned into a 79-yard touchdown I text our friend, uh, Shoulders, and I said, I think we have our new Deshaun Jackson 2.0. He just, when he got that corner, he just took off. So I think, you know, you, you want to say that he's going to kind of fly under the radar, but after watching last week, I think he's on notice. Now it's going to be curious to see how this week goes because, again, it was only one game. It's preseason. Um, I saw some reports coming out that the feeling towards Jalen Hurts within the the front office is kind of switching over to him as far as being the future of the the franchise and getting away from Deshaun Watson which please do because even more troubling news is coming out about him and you don't have to give up three first round draft picks you can build around Hurts if Hurts is the guy but it's only one game Okay, yeah, he looked good. Had a nice touch on the ball. But let's see how he does against the Patriots in the second game. Yeah, we heard too many stories during training camp that he would have two or three good uh, days and then just one really crappy one and then two or three good days and then another crappy one. If he has another good outing uh, against the Patriots, all right, you may make me go, hmm, maybe, you know. But I'm not ready to do that after just one game. After our first and second stringers, though, and that's when our third stringers came in and was in the second half there, man, if we get hit with the injury bug like we've been getting hit with the past few seasons and we got to start playing third stringers, we're 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 done. We're, we're in deep shit. We're not going to win any games because they were just... God-awful. And going up against... uh, I think it was Haskins. You know... I know he was a first-round draft pick and everything, but there's a reason why the Redskins let him go. You know, he's immature, didn't read the playbook. All those things came out about him. Now maybe maybe he turned it around. Maybe he realized, you know, listen... If I want to be in the NFL, I got to smarten up here. Maybe it worked. But... Our, our, our reserves gotta play a lot better can't be giving up that many yards and plays and allow the Steelers to come back to win 24-16 you know that that's how you're gonna lose games you gotta have depth behind your starters so hopefully the Kings get worked out and we have a, a better game against the Patriots Thursday night and we'll see how uh Hertz and the Hertz Watkins connection goes. Last Thursday was the Field of Dreams game with the Yankees versus the Chicago White Sox. Was supposed to happen last year, but obviously with COVID going on, which is still going on, obviously, um, they pushed it off to this year. And tell you what, man, it, it was cool to watch the beginning of the the game, during the game, hearing the stories about the you know the players, the umps. The funniest thing was that I heard was that the the home plate umpire showed up to the game nine minutes before the first pitch because him, his brother, and his father were playing catch on the original field that was in the movie Field of Dreams. Now I thought that the field that the the White Sox and Yankees played on was the original field in the movie, but here it wasn't. Um, The owner of the property built this 8,000-seat stadium on the other side of the cornfield of where the the field that was in the movie. Um, But still, I mean, had that like 1940s, 1930s feel to it, look to it, it was so cool even some of the the reporters were dressed up in the the straw hats and the suspenders just like back in the day it was so cool to watch Um, me and my youngest you know we're watching it that game came on right before the Eagles game I had both my TVs going at the same time so I can watch both games and even he you know nine ten years old he likes baseball you know he plays baseball but it's hard for him to stay focused into a game the whole time but uh he lasted to about 7th or 8th inning and finally said you know I'm going to go to bed well I think he missed the best part because going into the ninth inning in case any of you guys that didn't see it was living underneath the rock or whatever um, obviously I hate the Yankees I don't like the Yankees never did never will hate to admit it I'm an Orioles fan going into the ninth the Yankees were down uh, 7-4 with two outs left, um, Chicago White Sox were the home team, considered a home team the Yankees made a comeback with an Aaron Judge home run and a Stanton home run going ahead 8-7 I'm thinking man, the goddamn Yankees are going to freaking win again what the hell then the Chicago White Sox said nope, hold my beer and Tim Anderson came up, walk-off home run, two-run home run, nine-eight, and that's when I said to myself, everything in the universe is where it should be right now, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, it's just so cool. Even the home run—I mean, not not just saying this because it was the home run that that beat the Yankees, but the cornfield's right there, you know. The ball goes in the cornfield. Um, just that the, the setting was really nice. Now, there are rumors coming out that they're already planning for a second Field of Dreams game for next season. And reports are that MLB wants it to be the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. Um, you know, this the Field of Dreams game is a cool idea. It definitely is. But I don't think they should make this the setting every season. You know, I have seen some people say, "What well, about the Sandlot?" Well, you know, that'd be cool. You know, like maybe, just maybe. Here and here's my idea. I was thinking about. You think about the NHL? They got the Stadium Series. They got the the Winter Classic. This would my idea would be more basically off like the stadium series with with hockey, you know, these hockey teams go into a a baseball or a football stadium and have a game. What if MLB dives into some of these movies and any fields that aren't major league baseball fields set up, you know, games there, even with the Field of Dreams game. You know, you could do a, a you know, three-game series um, with the Chicago White Sox and the Yankees, three years in a row. You know, or, or you know, if you want the Cubs and the Reds, be, Reds to be playing, have them play on the off Field. Have three games there. You know, you want you want the best of three, just like the battle for Pennsylvania with the uh, Stadium Series in NHL, the Penguins and the Flyers. I think you'll you'll you'll. Gain a lot more fans if you do that, because a lot of these fans would want to go sit. Hey, I watched this movie, *The Sandlot*, and now I'm sitting right on the field itself, and it's an amazing experience. You know, I, obviously everybody's doing this to try to get more fans back into watching baseball. I think that's the best route to go, and it's not like like I said, you don't have to say right now, but set next year up for another Chicago White Sox-Yankees game at the, uh, the Field of Dreams, and even the following year. So you got two years to plan stuff out. Make it like the Super Bowl where you have it planned out for four or five years in advance so that way these cities, these places can get these fields ready and, and upgrade it to be able to Allow these fans to come in. And I, I I like I said I really think that would be a, a cool experience for all the fans that want to enjoy this. So up next is our combat corner segment sponsored by Bet Angles. Live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at Betangles.com. So, this weekend we have BKFC 20. You know how I, I feel about BKFC, that's why I'm doing bare knuckle over UFC. Um, not many fights on this card, it looks like, but these are some bangers. Every uh, fighter that's on the main card is a heavyweight, so you know someone's getting knocked out. And, and some of these names you've seen so far and know they're going to be quick knockouts. Um, so, running down the card the main event is going to be for the vacant Bantamweight Championship which is a rematch between Johnny Bedford and Reggie Barnett um, Datwin was the champion but unfortunately that him and BKFC couldn't come up with a new contract, so he had to vacate the, the belt which, hey UFC, maybe you should take a page from BKFC's book here, stop doing the interim titles but uh co-main event Alan Belcher who is a former UFC fighter making his BKFC debut versus Tony Lopez who's one of the the toughest son of bitches out there that that fight in bare knuckle Um, before then we have Quentin Henry versus Jason Fish and then kicking off the uh, fight card we got Bobo Obana. O'Bannon sorry versus Lewis Rumsey um so, give my picks here, never going against Bobo, and here's why. And I think I see this, say this every time. He's a Southern boy. He looks like he's punch drunk all the time, so you know he could take a punch. And we've seen that with um, his match against uh, Sam Shoemaker. Shoemaker landed all kinds of shots, and just kept coming forward. Did not want to give up till finally the ref stepped in and, and called a fight. Um. so I'm definitely going with him then we have Quentin Henry versus Jason Fish listen Quentin Henry he's just another animal um, if you get into a bar fight I'd rather take him over Mike Tyson right now just because he's such an animal he has so much power and I honestly believe this is going to be a quick first round knockout for him then in Alan Belcher's debut versus Tony Lopez. This is a tough one. This might might actually not end in a knockout and this might be a legit good fight. Alan Belcher was really cool and really good to fight uh, to watch fight in UFC. But like I said, Tony Lopez, man, he's a tough son of a bitch. Um, I, I could see a lot of blood being spilled. I could put, you know, honestly, I could put this up there With BKFC uh, 1 when Joey Beltran fought Tony Lopez. And that one is what really got me and the wife. The wife's really into bare knuckle too. um, To want to subscribe and and, and watch these fights every month. So this one's going to be tough. I kind of want to see Belcher win because this is his debut. You know, I I liked Alan Belcher when he was at the UFC. But I can see the old man Tony Lopez pulling out the win. So I I think I'm going to go with Tony Lopez here. With uh, with the win. Then for the main card. Or main card. The main event. Johnny Bedford versus Reggie Barnett. Um, Bedford I believe won the first fight between these two. Uh, he was just quicker. Um, and really frustrated Barnett. But Barnett has gotten a lot better since then. So again this could be another good fight. But I'm going with Barnett. I think Barnett has more of the momentum going. For him compared to Bedford, and I think Bedford's gonna be coming in very cocky and um, overlooking Barnett here. So, Reggie Barnett for the win, I could see it going to the decision for this, this fight uh, to end the fight, too. So, that is our combat corner segment, which is sponsored by Bed Angles. Make sure you guys head over to bedangles.com all your, you know, your betting needs and all that stuff, especially with the NFL season coming up. So I think that's going to be it for us this week. Make sure you guys head over to staytunedsports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to purchase one of those 2021 Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series T-shirts, just click the merch tab. It'll take you right to the site and all our uh, shirts, hats, all that stuff's there. Or you could... Uh, go over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports to help support the show that way. Um, And then, if there's anything through this episode that you disagreed with or you want to make a comment about, make sure you guys give our chat line a call. 612-STS-CHAT. Just leave a message. If you want to put your name, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine. And you'll be on the show next week. So, till next week, I'll oh, make sure you guys tune in Friday night over on YouTube, 3YTV for the final race, the championship of the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. So, till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo, signing out.